David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit. David Banner is believed to be dead. And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. new bully me host leroy aka the the punisher admonisher <laughs> with my co-host this is eli the lone wolf there we go i'm, I'm cub there we go that's what i should have <laughs> been all right so yeah we're trying something a little bit different we're gonna call this uh og after dark i think we can't call it that obygn after dark or whatever C-B-B? but yeah B. I think so. Yeah. But if you listen to the last episode we said this is the last episode we were gonna do retro reviews we lied we knew that the whole time. Ha ha, we fooled you. So this episode is going to be the last episode we do last retro review, unless we change our mind and do another one next week. We don't know. We'll see how it goes. I uh, appreciate everybody uh, joining in for the last 150th episode. We decided to do like a, a all new, all different type of relaunch. So that's why we decided to do like this, uh, this video on, you know, Outright Geekery's network, you know, on the Facebook page. And hopefully you join us right now. If not, you can still catch us the same way we did before. Uh, yeah, Eli, it's been a, a crazy nutty week. That it has. But here's the thing. Like I said, it's been a crazy nutty week. But when you come listen to like a podcast like us, you like to like take your mind off things like that. Because, you know, comic books and politics don't mix. You know, you got to keep things over here and keep it here. That's because, Eli, that's how it's supposed to be, right? Supposedly. Yeah. According to, you know, YouTube. <laughs> uh, But here's the thing, Eli, you see in the corner over there? Right over there, in the corner. Yeah, over in your corner. Okay. Do you see that pink, fuzzy, two-ton elephant over there in the room? Probably. Okay. So, since you see it and I see it, I think we should address the elephant in the room. So, I think we should talk about, uh, yeah, the whole insanity that's been going on this week. Because here's the thing. Just when we thought 2020 couldn't 2020 any harder... It did. Uh, and the reason we're going to talk about this is because we are, we are going to talk about the, the George Floyd uh, uh, issue that's going on and it escalated to, you know, protests and riots, things like that. The reason we're going to talk about that because, like I said, that happened in Minneapolis 
and Eli, you are from. Um, well, I'm from. I'm. Li I live in St. Paul, but Twin Cities, Minnesota. I'm repping it tonight. Got my Purple Rain shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, so you're in the thick of it. You're in the the heat of it right now. So, can you give us from the? Like I said, I'm not saying it's down the street from you or anything like that, but can you give us uh, from a your perspective of what's going on down there in pretty much in your neck of the woods? Well, we are under curfew. Um, this is a way more a way more stricter lockdown than the pandemic. This is I am legend right now. Where, okay, you know, <laughs> I, I know we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Like, man, I wish it was the dystopian future we see on the movies right now. Then I turn on the TV and look at Minnesota, and it looks like the dystopian future that we see on I Am Legend right There's now. No cars on the street. Nobody is outside. We have National Guard troops uh, patrolling the city. Um, yeah, people uh, people got to get off the streets. They're shooting people on their porches just for being in their front yards. Even if it's their property, it's crazy. Um, the other Savs as well, you know, I do a, I do another podcast called the Geek Savs. You know, Fat T and Izzy, the uh, my my co-hosts, they were in the Little Earth neighborhood last night, past couple nights, uh, watching over the neighborhood, protecting buildings from looters. Um, yeah, they're out there. You know, there's there is like an outside element coming around starting shit starting fires firing guns it's so you're saying it's crazy. not like the, the local people they're doing this stuff from what i've seen yeah i went down i went down to lake and minnehaha yesterday where where the third precinct is which got burned down um i, yeah, I so remember you tweeted that i'm not gonna say tweeted but you posted on facebook like an hour before i saw the news break on tv so when i saw you post it i was like okay he's exaggerating a little bit that's there's no way that's happening yeah, I, I, I wasn't part of any of the demonstrations. I didn't go down to any of the marches or the, any of the protests, but I know a lot of friends and family who did. I was watching a lot of their live streams. Um, yes, the first few nights, it was just complete unrest. Um, I do think um, there was some stuff that was uncalled for. But when I went down there, I, I think the next day I went down just to get a pizza down in you know midway my neck of the woods and it's it started spreading out throughout the city both cities minneapolis and st paul the twin cities it started right. spilling out across the metro area and they had the main drag university avenue shut down with snow plows i saw target on fire um yes i did see looting yes i saw motherfuckers with shopping carts full of shit running through between cars and shit. I saw smash windows. Um, but I did see a lot of people peacefully protesting people right. standing around holding signs, driving through cars, justice for Floyd. You know, I, I was honking in solidarity. I saw a lot of that. I never felt in danger. The only time I ever felt concerned was when I saw the riot squad, the, right. you know, um, which is ironic. I, <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Like I said, we, you're you're on the ground seeing this for the first time. Have you ever seen a riot squad for the first, with, with your own eyes before? Uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. I forgot who I'm talking to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, you know, uh, I, I've been, my mom was a radical. My mom was, you know, Native American. She was a part of the American Indian movement, helped out on the longest walk back in the 70s. She was actually in the BIA takeover building in Washington, D.C. back in the early 70s during the whole 
you know, American Indian Movement Day. So my mom was a radical. I got dragged to a lot of things throughout my life and um, seen a lot of protests. Also, being a metal guy, I've been at shows where cops just came and raided and. Um, oh, that's like a good show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, I've had like cops shove me with their batons and shit. <laughs> oh, so just home sweet home. Just like <laughs> this seems but, so familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I it, I never saw like fires like that, like a war zone, like the way it is. Like yesterday in Minneapolis, right? It, it looks like a war zone. Buildings are just incinerated, falling, uh, crumbling to the ground, burning down to their foundations. Uh, a club that you know, I'm in a band. I know I'm part of the metal community, the hardcore punk community here in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. One of our one of our clubs got burned down. Oh wow! Um, so that 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 stings. Um, but yeah, but mo- for the most part, everybody, the vibe during the day is very chill, very peaceful. People are cleaning up. Um, people are supporting each other. I donated a bunch of food. Um, people are helping each other. Um, and then it, and then at night, it turns, at night, it's a whole other story. The, like the a riot, moon the, just nas- Yeah, cops show up in riot gear. National Guard shows up. And there's there is a there is a, a bad outside element. People are, you know, there's unconfirmed reports that that there's outsiders going around instigating shit. Yeah, and um, that's the thing because you got people like maybe have their own agenda. Like I said, we're not going to get too political into it, yeah. but you're going to have people that have their own agenda that are going to use this to further like anarchists or things like that. Just yes. just want to just start shit for no reason or you know. Yes. To throw, you know, fuck you to government. Because you're seeing, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, spray painted on buildings with the anarchy sign next to it. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That doesn't yeah. even that doesn't even go together. Yeah, and there's you speculations. Know. Some reports saying it's it's white supremacists, it's right. the KKK infiltrating. Some say it's Antifa, like Trump. Right. Uh some right. say it's, it's anarchist organization, you know, you know whatever. And of course, people out in the suburbs still think it's just, you know, you know hood rats gone wild you know what i'm saying right um but from what i've seen mo- most pers- most people are peacefully protesting and just trying to raise awareness just trying to get justice they're marching they're marching peacefully um and then when the curfew the curfew's at eight o'clock the cops come in and start cracking heads and they're indiscriminately shooting rubber bullets tear gas um yeah projectiles flash grenades whatever Um, right and and, and the thing is like i said it's it's happening your city right now you're seeing a lot of crazy shit going on in your city uh it's a lot of crazy shit happening all over the country right now like i said Mm -hmm. atlanta got you know uh got torn apart from the riots i think something's going on in la hell i'm hearing uh it's fires burning outside of the white house right now yeah like i'm hearing they just uh put trump in a bunker you know that's how that's how bad it's getting outside right now so yeah. crazy, yeah, crazy stuff going on right now. Uh, yeah, that's well, the reason we have to talk about it because, like I said, there's so much insane shit going on. We try to just have a we talk about the funny books because that's what we're here we talking about comic books stuff like that. But when you see this real world stuff going on like that, sometimes you just can't turn a blind eye to it. You know, it is. It's hard. It's hard to because I I feel like I got to do more. I feel like I wish I was out there doing more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have I have a I, I'm a, I mean I got a kid with special needs. I can't. I ain't bringing her to no protest. I especially right. after I've seen what's been happening at the protests. I've seen right, right. My, my friends and family getting tear gassed. You know, Fat T, co-host of you know Geek Savs, he got tear gassed. 
you know, friends wow. getting shot with rubber bullets. You know, they're posting pictures on Facebook of their welts. They're getting shot, you know, from these rubber bullets and stuff. Right. And it, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's hard. I, I mean, I feel like I got to do more. I feel like, you know, I feel like I, I just, you know, I feel like I got to do something. That's why, like yesterday, I went out, I went out and donated. You know, I felt like I, I had to help out some way, even though I can't be a part, even though I'm not on the front lines with everybody. I still right. feel like I need to do something. Um, I, I, I'm sick of this issue. I'm sick of police brutality. I'm sick of, you know, the racism. People can deny it all they want. They can make up excuses all they want. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of it. Everybody's tired of it. I mean, and here's the thing. The result, here's the thing. Like yeah. I said, let's tie this back to comics. Like I said, I know we kind of getting way off. So let's tie this back to comics. We're talking about this. A lot of people just saying they don't understand why the outrage is going on right now. Now, the thing is, you can sit there and you can read all these X-Men comics. Like I said, we're going to keep politics excited. We're going to keep reading X-Men comics all the time. People are always saying, oh, Magneto's right. Understand clearly where Magneto's coming from. So you can understand that, but you can't understand why what's happening is what's happening right now. You know, it's like yeah. you're completely missing the whole point of the story. Like, or maybe you would understand it if George Floyd was a mutant. You know, just yeah. put in that context and then you understand why what's happening right now is happening right now. So crazy shit. Like I said, we're not going to yeah. get too political saw, into it, but yeah. I saw a great meme today. I saw a great meme online today that said something like, you know, people can watch Star Wars and understand why the rebellion were, you know, fighting the empire. But now in real life, all of a sudden, you don't know why people are, you know, outraged about what's going on. You know? Right. And that, <laughs> that, yeah. You know, it's like they, they can see the fantasy setting, but they don't see what's the story behind the fantasy settings or where it's coming from. They just it's like they disassociate themselves with stuff. Oh, keep keep politics out of my Star Wars. No, yeah. that's politics. When you talk about the rebellion going against the fascist government, that's politics. Not they made a superpower, a, a Jedi, a girl or a black person. That's not politics. Yeah, that's politics. When you got the the main leader causing wars on both sides to try to gain power, that's politics. Yeah, you know? like George, George Floyd. Like, what if George Floyd lived on Alderaan? You know, there that, you go. You know, if you can't understand you know, what's going on, what if he lived on yeah. Alderaan? Right. Yeah, that's basically what's happening. People are pissed off, and rightly so. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I wanted. I feel like I got to do more, but I, I, I you know. That's why I was looking forward to this. I was really like, I get it. I mean, that's that we, we can't avoid this when this shit is happening right down the street from you. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm relatively safe. You know, my area. Yeah, there's been broken windows. There's been vandalism all over the place. You know, there's like the gas station across the street from me is all boarded up. Nothing's open. There's nothing open. You know, um, now we should have bought. Now we should have fucking uh, 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 hoarded toilet paper now because there's well, we nothing didn't, open. We now. didn't. Know 2020 <laughs> was going to 2020 any harder than it did. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing open. Everything's closed. All the targets, all the all all the grocery stores, they're all closed. After they burned down that one target, every right. Target they don't want to get ransacked and robbed. That's yeah. the thing, you know. The, everybody's closed down, so it's hard to go buy anything now. You know, um, and yeah, it, it's 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 it's. It's a little disheartening, especially when you go down the street and they got one of the main drags in the cities blocked by soldiers. You see armed Humvees and soldiers with their machine guns. That's the traffic. dystopian, the last <laughs> of us future we expected to see in the apocalypse. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. only six months in. <laughs> we have, yeah. we're still under a, a pandemic right now. Like, well, don't forget that everybody's forgetting that right now. We're still in the pandemic. Uh, 
the world economy is in chaos right now. The unemployment rate is highest it's been since probably the Great Depression as of right now. You know, now just when all this shit is going down, we think, okay, we're finally getting to because for the most part, May has been kind of calm because we're just used to the bullshit. Then all of a sudden, racism rears its ugly head. Like, oh wait, 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 y'all forgot about me? You have an apocalypse yeah. without the a, a racism? No. Yeah. I mean, this that that just goes to show that even during a global pandemic, right? This is still boiling under the surface. That motherfuckers don't give a shit that there's a fucking virus going around. They're still out there pissed off because this is always happening. Right. This keeps fucking happening. Right. And yeah. in the words of LeVar Burton. <laughs> I'm I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> fuck y'all. Leave me the fuck alone. Or whatever he said. I don't yeah. care about what he said on Twitter. That's that's how you know 2020 is fucked up. Yeah. LeVar Burton is like the black Mr. Rogers. <laughs> so when he says this shit, you know people are just fed up with this shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, one more thing also. Um, uh, because we we talked about that shit. We didn't talk about the other shit that happened, and this actually is sort of kind of a little bit comic related. Remember that Central Park thing that happened? Oh yeah, just yeah, before, the, the day uh, before. <laughs> yeah, that the day before it happened, and we thought that was going to be the big news, and then they're like, "Nope, hold my beer," you know. Yeah. So yeah, in Central Park, uh, this white woman named Amy Cooper called the cops on this black man, and he uh, he filmed her while she was pretending like he was attacking her on the on the phone. Like this yeah. is the same shit that got Emmett Till killed, yeah. you know, and she's doing this shit. Now the reason I say this is related to comics because the guy that she did that to. Uh, used to work for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard yeah he used to be a, a editor at Marvel. Now he's like a, a bird watcher or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he's on. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was doing. He was, yeah, watching. He was watching birds. Like, okay. <laughs> so, But you know what, though? What people really want to know is how is the dog? Oh, yeah. Is she the was dog choking the shit okay? out of the- <laughs> She was choking the shit out of the dog because that's what people are really worried about. What, <clears throat> is, is the dog okay? You know? Uh, and that's the crazy thing about what's going on right now. Like people are more worried about the dog happening or, you know, like the whole thing with George Floyd and, and Target and AutoZone getting burned down. So basically what we're saying is that people care more about property than they do human life. And that's not even like an opinion. I mean, if you look like the law books, that's pretty much a thing. Like uh, that property is valued over human life. So, oh, man, it's just, it's just some crazy shit. Look, we're in May. We're just now getting into June. This is we're going to the second half of 2020. Every time we think some some bullshit is g- calming down, it gets worse. <laughs> so I don't know what's going. Oh yeah, uh, on top of all that is going on, uh, today is like the what the 99th anniversary of the Black Wall Street massacre. Is it like today? Oh, yeah. So okay. Yeah weird shit that's going on right now so uh can we move on past that sure where do we go from that that's, that's yeah, i don't know man <laughs> it's like yeah good night everybody you know yeah. no we actually haven't had the podcast now look we're done with the political shit today if you're you know triggered or offended i guess cool you know i guess why we're recording this shit at midnight so you can't piss off too many people but at the same time we're going to try to move past that and try to have like a, a normal show as much as we can so eli to kind of transition i decided to do a nice transition just to make people uh feel a little bit better for yourself so i'm going to ask you a question there was a a argument that we had on on facebook you joined in also and i want you to know bam oh yeah (laughs) i gotta get your opinion on which is the better soundtrack no which is the better song 
Seal a Kiss from the Rose from Batman Forever or Hero by, I don't know the guy's name, Nickelback. But it wasn't just Nickelback. Nickelback. I think with Nine Inch Nails on the song also. No, I think it's just Nickelback, isn't it? No, I think Nine Inch, the guy, the lead singer from Nine Inch Nails on it also. But he would just Is say it? Nickelback. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, so it's Nickelback's a solo Nickelback, dude? Like, is it, Yeah, it's, uh, it's like him, Chad, somebody, somebody, but it's also like Chad, somebody, somebody, and somebody, somebody else. And I think that guy is from Nine Inch Nails. Okay. He's like, you, you're my guy. You're supposed to know this shit. I don't need, I don't, well, well there you go. <laughs> you're supposed oh, to be it's, my it's Nickelback just, guy. Chad, Chad, it just says Hero by Chad Kroger. It, it's not just him. Let me look and this Josie up. And Josie Scott, featuring Josie Scott, whoever the fuck that is. No, I'm trying to see the the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. Hold on, let me see. Lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. I'm looking this up right now. But no, anyway, which, which was the better song while I'm looking this up? Oh, he was in the band Saliva. Saliva? So okay, so, so what Nine Inch Nails was Saliva. Okay. Saliva and Nickelback, two of the shittiest bands of all time. We there we go. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm hanging on my every word to see. Let me put us back on here. So I think sense. I know where you're going with this, but who, who do you think was the, the better better song? Seal. I fucking Kiss from a Rose. Or from a Rose is a I, damn I, classic. I love it, but I'm going to go with Hero, man. What the hell, man? I'm going to go with Hero, man. I, I, because gonna, I'm going yeah, to say, say I, this. I, I'm I'm gonna say this. You're gonna start another fucking. You're start another fucking race war, man. <laughs> yeah, where's my mega hat? No, no, I'm just. Yeah, man, you're gonna get kicked out, man. They're kicking you out. <laughs> all of our common numbers just drop down all of a sudden. Just <laughs> fuck this shit. The only black guy that fucking likes this. Song. The only black guy that's a Nickelback fan. You guys, it's like a fucking unicorn. <laughs> I'm just saying this because I heard a guy say the other day when he was posting it, he was like, well, you can make babies to, to Seal song. You can't make babies to the, the hero song. Or like, Why are you making babies to a song that's on a Batman soundtrack? I can make abortions with that song. <laughs> right. That's all I'm saying. And I'm just saying, like, Nickelback and the Saliva guy at the end when they're doing, like, the duet. Because they're doing a duet at the end. Like, they're, they're chorded doing the same thing. I thought it was powerful at the end. Oh, were they looking at each other's eyes while they were singing it? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> like Boy George and, and you know, her David Boy or some shit. I don't know, you know. But, yeah, I just thought it was it was powerful how it built it. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the Seal song. I love the Seal song. I'm just saying, if I had to pick one, it's a tough choice. I'm saying it's a tough choice either way. Okay, well. That's just me. Yeah, well, uh, Kiss from a Rose. I remember that it also made it into a, a episode of Community. When Dean and Jeff were doing, they did that duet. Oh yeah, I, I think I remember the karaoke. They, they did the karaoke. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that that was great. Okay, so that's all I'm saying. So, and I, I'm trying to think which one. Okay, because you know we always have the ending songs at the end of the uh, podcast. I think I've had Hero on there more times than I had Kissing the Rose. That's just me. Yeah, I think those are the ones I turned off. Was oh man, <laughs> I'm glad. I, I'm I'm glad I'm getting your critiques now on the show. <laughs> Instead of off, like maybe you shouldn't play those shitty songs at the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, like I said, we want to do a transition. Let's go from that. One more thing. Let's talk about boom the Snyder Cut. Uh oh. Okay. You see, I got these transitions. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring this thing out. I'm figuring it out. Okay. Now, the reason we're going to talk about this is because uh, first off, this is the first week of HBO Max. Now, Eli, do do you have it? I have HBO Go. Is that the same thing? I don't know. That's the thing. Okay, so there's three things, and it was trending on Twitter. There's three things. You got HBO Go, 
HBO Max and HBO, uh, well, Pro or something, whatever it is. So I think it's one of those, but I, I can't tell the difference. But I'm thinking everybody that has like regular HBO, I think like HBO now, I think it upgraded them automatically to HBO Max, I think. And I think they're the okay. same price. So it's right. not even like always oh, you're paying more for it. Like it's all the same thing. But the reason we want to talk about the Snyder cut is because, you know, Zack Snyder released that picture of Dark Side or like that. He actually had that picture for Dark Side like for years. He just, you know, he's been posting on that Vero social media thing forever, but now he decided to post it on Twitter because, you know, it's official, official now. It's just a screenshot. People just freaking out. It's just a, a painting, a CGI click or whatever like that. Because basically, He's trying to hype it up that Dark Side's supposed to be the main villain. He's not. And just a flashback instead of Step was supposed to be him. And he's supposed to have like a after credit scene at the end after they chop Step was it. Yes, and in his version, they chop Step was head off. They don't take the sword away, you know. But wow. that's that. So my whole thing is I'm trying still trying to think about this HBO Max thing. I'm trying to think, is it worth it? They said they got like a Looney Tunes thing on it or whatever. Uh, I don't know if they having problems, but I don't know. I should do more research on it. I was trying to. I was hoping you had HBO Max. We could talk about it. Well, I, I do. Well, like I got an HBO app that you know I can watch all the HBO shit on there, but I, I don't know about any of the. I mean, all the HBO shows are on there, like Game of Thrones and all that shit was on there. I mean, that was, that was um, on there before. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, like that—that that would be HBO content, right? You know. So I'd figure. I don't know. Mm, sure. I, I guess we'll talk about it later on. Uh, give us some video game news. I want to talk about. What's the video game news I want to talk about? I can't remember. I think. Oh, okay. So I we about can't talk Call about of Duty. This. What did Call of Duty do? I don't know. Didn't you send me a link on Call of Duty? No. I. You know what? That's what I sent you. It was not necessarily Call of Duty, but what it was is that okay. They oh, released. Battlefront. Okay, yeah. Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront Two. Because you did play that, didn't you? Yeah, I got Battlefront Two. Yeah. Okay, so you got Battlefront Two. So that uh, that's one of the free PlayStation Plus games that are coming out this year. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Fucking up. There we go. All right. <laughs> Spoiling the surprise. Oh, I'm too big. There we go. All right. So the games we got coming out is Call of Duty World War II and Star Wars Battlefront 2. So those are the two free games that are coming out. Now, there was a rumor coming out that Spider-Man was going to be one of the games. It wasn't. Look, if you really want to play Spider-Man, just download the... Uh, you don't even download. Just get PS Now. Just get that. It's on there. You're going to play it. Even though the game is like, what, like $10, $20 right now. You can get that too. But you know, whatever. Um, that was something else on there too. Oh, we got. Co- I forget we got comments. Well, we, we didn't got- have it at first. We just got them. Man. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I told you. Thank you, two thousand man uh, reborn Nickelback. Uh, what did say? That was. I told you. Look, I have an army behind us. We're gonna start a race war behind Nickelback. I'm all for it. <laughs> when they give us our marching orders that the race war has begun. Nickelback is safe. <laughs> or at least the main guy. Nickelback and Tony Hawk. They are safe. Uh, two we'll favorite white guys. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> let's see. I heard HBO was uh, lackluster. I heard the same thing, too. I guess the way we don't have any news on it right now. 2000 Man uh, Reborn. So, yeah, that's what's going on right now. Let's delete these comments. So, yeah, we'll figure this thing out. So, let uh, me say, Eli, can we just jump into this bad boy? I think we filibustered long enough. Because this yeah. is, honestly, even though this is a short book, it's, it took a lot out of me. Oh, yeah? For me. Yes, for me. Maybe okay. 
Okay, just saying. I, mean, I, I liked it. I mean, I mean, yeah. no, 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 I liked it. I, I love the book, but I'm just saying, like, when I was like looking at it and taking away from it, I'm just like, man, just lighting here. Now I'm, I didn't take any notes. I may forget everything I just said and probably just breeze through the shit. But let's just jump into it and go from it. So, like I said, we're gonna do the book of the week. Which this is our maybe last retro review. We'll see. Okay, maybe we'll see. It may be. Uh, but the book we're going to do is the Incredible Hulk. Future Imperfect. That is the book we're doing. Now, the reason I wanted to do this, because like I said, we've been doing these retro reviews. We've been doing X-Men. We've been doing Batman. We've been doing Black Panther. We've been doing uh, Civil War, which technically, if you want to go there, it's an Avengers book, you know, if you want to go there. But it's like the one book that we didn't do, Eli, was a Hulk book. And, and, and it, yeah. it, it left something in my soul that if we didn't do that, because we're both Hulk fans. Yeah. I you was know? asking, I asked this book for a while ago. Yeah, you did. You asked the books a while ago. And I, and I feel like, because I, I felt like I we, we did Star Wars. You know, we did a lot of books. So I felt like if we didn't do a Hulk book, it, it would have felt like, you know, it's something we left on the table that we didn't do. Because the thing is, like, a lot of times, for those that haven't read Hulk comics, and this is why we're Hulk fans, so we're like, they're like, Hulk, he's just a smashy, smash, smashy, smash guy. What, what's about Hulk? Okay, the thing is, if you just know Hulk from the movies or the 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 Lufa Rigno TV show, you don't get the full details of the Hulk. You just think he's just smashy, smash, smashy, smash, nothing, you know, important about the character or nothing deep about the character. But in actuality, the Incredible Hulk is one of the most, you know, psychological, introspective, and deepest comic book characters of all time. You know, uh, it's basically a guy at war with himself, if you really think about it, you know, uh, and, and that's what this whole book is about because. And this book called Future Imperfect, you know, uh, is written by Peter David, who, like I said, we can go argue back and forth, like, who's the best uh, Hulk writer of all time? I say Peter David. Some people are going to say Al Ewing. Well, that's another time, you know, another debate for another time. But in this run, this is when he started doing the different things like Mr. Fix-It, the Grey Hulk. Uh, he started having Professor Hulk, like the one you saw in Endgame. That's where this run came from. This is where it's Green Hulk with the mind of, of Bruce Banner, you know, the whole time running around. And the main bad guy of the story is the Hulk mm -hmm. from the future. And he calls himself the maestro. I know I'm going ahead of myself, but I'm just going to tell you this right now, because if you see the uh, banner, I, I didn't put <laughs> banner. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so that's it right there. So that's what's going on right now. Hold on. Got another comment. Let's see. Peter David is one of the best. Thank you. 2000 Man Reborn. Yes, I agree. I agree. I say he should be the definitive writer of the whole comic. So that's the thing we're doing right now. Uh, I say he's the greatest Hulk comic, you know, writer of all time. But you got people going about it. But anyway, how this story is set up is that during his run, you know, he's in space fighting Silver Surfer, something like that. He gets kidnapped, goes through times like that. So he's in the future right now in this uh apocalyptic world now i do want to say this if you're reading this book eli this for me those first five pages they're tough to get through look at this look at this shit oh yeah yeah because it's george perez drawing the book now if you know anything about george perez first off george perez is a is a is a talented artist one of my favorite artists of all time but he loves cramming shit in his artwork uh he's done you know christ on infinite earths He's done uh, Teen Titans. So if you read any of those runs, he just got these pages with just all kind of just look at this shit, all this shit. It's it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's too much. It's not. So when you're reading, it's just like, what the fuck is happening? But anyway, 
let's go to it. They're in a world called dystopia. Uh, dystopia is the world. And basically, you got the main character. Well, I won't say the main character, but supporting character you have the book is named Janice. Uh, Piz Fizz and some other people. I forget their names. Doesn't really matter what the other names are. But the point is they're looking for they're looking for the Hulk because they got the Hulk here. And while they're looking for him, um, they get ambushed. They get ambushed by, I'm just going to see what's these guys' names. Can't find them. Anyway, they get ambushed by the, the guards that are there. So Piz Fizz gets shot in the leg. He can't go on. He said, you guys go ahead. Janice runs off with the other survivors, stuff like that. And when they get cornered, that's when the Hulk comes out. Let me see if I can get that picture. Boom, right here. That's when the Hulk comes out. He's like the doctor is in, you know, because he's in the future. How he got there, he don't know, but he's there. Beats the shit out of these guys. And then when he beats the shit out of them, he talks to Janice and like, you know, why am I here? What What's going on? He was like, well, the reason you're here because there's this, you know, evil villain bad guy named Maestro, and you're the only one that can take him out. Now, Hulk doesn't know who, no, they didn't tell him who Maestro was. So he has no idea right now. But when he's walking down the street, uh, everybody, you know, everybody's scared of him. Now, Hulk is used to this shit. He's used to people to be scared of him walk around down the street. But when he's walking down the street, not only are they scared of him, they show him, like, respect. So it's like fear and respect at the same time, and he's not used to that. So, um... Man, they say, we'll tell you in a second what's going on. But while he's doing that, let's cut back to the maestro. So the maestro lives in this green castle. Uh, this green castle, because the rest of the world is fucked. It's completely gone. They call it dystopia. But the castle has all clean stuff like that. And there's this guy called the minister. And the minister is trying to tell maestro that the Hulk is, you know, in town. When he's walking to the maestro's, you know, uh, area, he walks past an orgy. So I'm trying to figure out what kind of minister is he if orgies and debauchery and all kind of shit just happening like right in front of him? like what is he supposed to say? You no, know, God says don't do that. Or he just says God says let that happen. I don't know. It's, but anyway, while that happened, he goes to the uh, maestro. and He tells him the Hulk is here. And here's the thing about this, this is the maestro's intro. <laughs> I got to show you this shit. The maestro's intro. Uh, it's like I said, he walked past an orgy to tell the maestro that the Hulk is somehow in the future, and the maestro is like, "What the fuck?" So we see him butt ass naked with a bunch of naked chicks behind him because they have all been well smashed. <laughs> because that's what the maestro do. So like I said, this is future Hulk. Uh, he wants to know what the hell is going on. They find the Hulk is here, but like I said, they capture Piss Fizz. Piss Fizz is uh like the old guy in the basically like the rebels we talk about the rebels we're talking about the resistance oh let's see 2000 iron man reborn i probably fucked your name up or something like that <laughs> Hulk six, Hulk smash. we're gonna get demonetized but that's okay thank you for the comment <laughs> so uh like i said he's walking down the street he you know he feels fear respect at the same time Hulk's not used to that um and they take him down to a certain area they they take them down to their base uh and they're like okay hulk we're gonna give you answers about what happened but in order to give you answers we gotta let you talk to the guy that knows what the hell is going on and i'm trying to get to it right now yeah here we go so the guy they're talking to you so you see this panel right here like i said this is george perez being george perez at his finest because he got all this shit laid out captain america shield thor's hammer magneto's helmet Silver Surfers, you know, Spider-Man's, whatever. All that shit is going on right now. So that's pretty awesome. And the thing is, who lives down here in this cave like that? It's Rick Jones. 
but Rick Jones is 130 years old. Old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's riding around in Professor X's chair. Because, <laughs> hell, he don't need <laughs> you know. So he's riding around in his chair. And Hulk doesn't realize who he is. He's like, who is this old guy right here? And, and, you know, he looks like, you know who I am. So he pulls out his harmonica. And he plays the same song that he played Hulk back then when Hulk when Bruce Banner first became the Hulk. That's how he realized he was Rick Jones. So while that's all going on, Maestro is interrogating Piz Fizz. You know, he's got him locked up. Piz Fizz has his leg all fucked up. He's got his leg raked up and he just torturing the shit out of him. So uh, Maestro goes in there, you know, with some naked chick. Oh, I got to show you this because this is awesome. The maestro. Look at this shit, man. Look at this shit. <laughs> I love his design, man. <laughs> anyway, so he's in there with some half-naked chick, and he talks to Piz Fizz. He was like, look, I, I, I bore bra- I, I love bravery. I honor bravery. But stupidity, I bore. So Maestro hates stupidity. So that should tell you something, because like I said, he's a Hulk, you know. So uh he asks Piz Fizz questions. Piz Fizz says, Flark you. Flark, Flark in the future is, you know, you can imagine what it is. And he spits in him. So Maestro's ready to just punch his fucking head off right now. He's like, no, you're not going to spit on me. But then that's when the minister tells him, no, you can't punch his head off because he wants you to do that. He wants you to kill him right now because if you kill him, uh, you can't get any answers from him. You're like, okay, so they got this mind probe hooked up to his to his dome right now to find exactly how did they get the Hulk here. So what they did, uh, Janice and the rebels went back to the present time to find Rick Jones. They find Rick Jones. He's in a towel for some reason opens the door with the towel don't know why they beat the shit out of him well they try to be shit out of him actually rick jones beat the shit out of them he like man i've been trained by captain america i've been trained by the best you guys can't take me but janice kicks his ass he was like oh you've been trained by the best i've been trained by the best also because she's been trained by rick jones because the story is revealed that janice is rick jones great granddaughter and she proves that by pulling out his adventures card that in future Rick Jones gave her to give to him. And on the back of it, it says, uh, you're looking at your granddaughter. And it also has a, a, a secret message that he has to his girlfriend about, you know, eat cherries and shit. But, you know, she didn't know anything about that. But Maestro was like, no, go back further. How the hell did he get here? And they find out what happened is that uh, they have Dr. Doom's time machine. Now, I wish I had a, a photo of this right now. But anyway, I'm going off the top of my head. Eli, correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say Fantastic Four number three. Am I right on this? Okay. Maybe. Okay. First appearance of Dr. Doom. First appearance of Dr. Doom, he actually has a time machine and does all kind of crazy shit, like throw the thing back in a time, make some pirate, make some black beard of the Marvel Universe, whatever. Anyway, the Rebels have Dr. Doom's time machine, have learned how to work it. They went back in time, talked to Rick Jones. Rick Jones convinced Hulk to go back with them. So that's why he's in the past now. But that's all the information they have. And that's when they see, and that's when the maestro sees that Rick Jones, in, uh, you know, orchestrated the whole thing. But before he can find any more information, that's when Piz Fizz's brain gets fried from the mind melting it doing. And, you know, oh, get to the comment. So, yes, Rick Jones is the ultimate fanboy. Uh, I'm pretty sure there might be somebody bigger than him, but we'll go with him for right now. Uh, so, maestro... Is like, okay, so you're telling me Piz Fizz can't give me any more information? They're like, nope. Oh, I'm going to show you because this is awesome. Okay, so he can't give me any information? Nope, can't give me any information. Oh, good. And that's when he's like, that's what the fuck you get for spitting on me. So now he <laughs> wants to pay back for it. And he just beats, like, just knocks his head off. 
or just beats the shit out of him just while in the chair, shit like that. And the half naked girl just blood splattered on him. And you can see uh Maestro with blood in one hand and then dragging the girl by her hair in the other one, just like, yeah, hey, I'm leaving. So yeah, so Piz Fizz is, is done. Well smashed, you know. Um so while that's going on, so now Maestro knows where Hulk is. So they just go there. But the thing is, the minister is telling uh, Maestro that they know where they've been for the last month. But the thing is, they can't get in there. And the reason they can't get in there is because uh, they got all kind of like booby traps like that. They got lasers and blah, 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 stuff like that. Acid showers and shit. Acid showers, shit like that. So and that's when he's just like, well, y'all should have told me that months ago. That's the reason y'all can't get in there. So he just buries a hole, you know, through the ground and just buries all the way to the base. Well, that's going on like Hulk. And Rick Jones are talking, and Rick and Hulk is asking Rick Jones, like, how the hell do we get to, you know, here? Not not how did he get here in the in the past? Like, how did the future get so fucked up? Like, you got all the Avengers, you got the X-Men, the Fantastic Four. Like, who made the world this way? Was it was it Dr. Doom? Was it Red Skull? Was it the leader? And Rick Jones, was like, nah, none of those guys did it. Uh, we did it. Like the humans. Like, we all like all no matter how many superheroes you have eventually world war three was going to happen and that's what happened world war three happened we nuked each other and we killed everybody and all those heroes that you thought were going to survive like uh you know thor and vision and captain america and wolverine nope all of them died everybody matter of fact wolverine skeleton animated skeleton is sitting over in the corner right now <laughs> you know so and he's like damn uh and like I said, he keeps asking who was the maestro, who was the maestro. Nobody will tell him who was the maestro. All he says is that you know who the maestro is. So like I said, the maestro burrs his way all the way down there. He finally finds out, you know, uh, where they are. He gets down there. He tells the minister to stay back. The minister's like, cool. <laughs> That's fine with me. I got a problem to go uh, to stay where I am. He sends all his, you know, soldiers to go there to, to get him. And the soldiers get just get wiped the fuck out. Let's see. Boo, I gotta show you this shit. This shit is awesome. Boo, you see that shit right there. Uh, then they get just chopped to pieces. Uh, acid rain. And then after all that shit is done, then the maestro walks through it. You know, the maestro um, just walks through the shit. It doesn't phase him. He's just like, this is acid. This shit is like a bubble bath to me. I don't care. You know, and he's like, Hulk, show yourself. Because he know the Hulk is there. And that's when the Hulk shows up. Uh, because the Hulk raises up in the acid fire, all in the acid rain, also, you know. And then when they do it, they both face off against each other, and that's when they both look each other in the eye and they say, "Doctor Banner, I presume, you know." So that's the end of book one, you know. That's it. Mm -hmm. uh, so pretty awesome start to that. But then when we go further on it, and that's what happens. Now they the fight is on. You know, they just start beating the shit at each other in the middle of the dystopia because they the fight is so big. They punch each other outside of, you know, the, the rebel cave, the rebel base. So the middle of the street just fighting and shit like that. And uh, the thing is that the people of Dystopia had never seen Maestro even halfway, even come close to struggling with anybody and get into a fight. So the fact that, you know, Hulk is even halfway giving him a fight, they're kind of like shocked. They're like, what the hell? Now, when I say halfway giving a shock, not much of a fight because, like I said, it's Maestro. The thing is, since he's 100 years older than Hulk, He's stronger than Hulk, flat out stronger than Hulk, but he's like, I'm not going to just kick your ass all the way because I've never had, I haven't had a fight like this in decades. So I'm going to save this fight right now. Let's see, we got, holy shit, this reminded me of the story of Hulk in the end. Yes, we're going to, we may or may not talk about the end also, but until then, we're just going to keep going. So, um, 
And like you said, he beats the shit out of the Hulk. Well, he's beating the shit out of the Hulk. But the thing is, the Hulk is fighting dirty, like punch him in the nuts and shit, you know, knocking him out like that. And the maestro is just like, dude, the, the fact that you're here shows how dumb these rebels are. Why did they send you? You know, why not send Thor? Thor would give me trouble. You know, when I send Reed Richards, you know, Reed Richards is smart enough that he can do some shit to kind of like stop me. Or, or maybe the wild man. Oh, you haven't met the wild man yet. Okay, that's no problem. So while he's doing all this shit, you know, um, Maestro is just like, you know what, Hulk? I'm smart because you don't know how to use your power to the fullest. But me, I don't have these problems. So I'm going to just grab some random chick out the, out the uh, crowd and I'll be like, Hulk, you either surrender or I'm going to tear this girl in half, you know. And Hulk is like, I don't care. Tear the girl in half. That's not my problem. Uh, because if you tear the girl in half, all you're doing is proving to me and everybody in the crowd that you're a piece of shit, that you're scared to fight me, and you're going to lose power because you don't you don't want to fight me straight up. And you're like, okay. So that's when Maestro, uh, you know, tosses, you know, he gets ready to slam the girl down to the ground. Anyway, that's when Hulk try to react, try to stop her. Uh, because the thing is, like, Maestro doesn't care about the people. So all the people that are getting in danger, Hulk cares and tries to save them. Maestro does not give a fuck. So he's just throwing people around, knocking them in the buildings. Hulk is trying to protect people in the building while he's protecting people in the building. Uh, let me see if I can get to that panel. Yep, here we go. Yeah, so while he's trying to protect people in the building, that's when Maestro just sneaks up on him, beside him. And when he sneaks up on him, beside him, crack, breaks his neck. Hulk is done down for the count, so he's out. So... Like I said, the rebels don't know what happened. They they know that Hulk just got fucked up. They don't even know if he's alive or dead, anything like that. Uh, we go back to Hulk, and he's pretty much paralyzed right now. The thing is, the maestro did it on purpose. He broke his neck just enough because he knew the Hulk was going to be paralyzed from it. But he was enough that he could sit there and just you know hold him high. So he took him back to the you know to the green cast where all the orgies and shit are happening, you know, like that. So Hulk, and I got to show you this panel too. Uh. Maestro leaves Hulk with this, you know, the same girl that he was dragging by the hair and shit like that. He left Hulk with her. And what's her name? Her name is Betty. Uh, Hulk's like, no, what's your real name? Betty. I'm like, okay, what do you do here? Anything Maestro tells me to do. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so uh, while she's doing it, she's like wiping his head because Hulk can't move. Like I said, he's paralyzed, paralyzed from the neck down right now because Maestro broke either his neck or his back or whatever. You know, and, and Betty's just like, oh, you look tense. You know, let me. Let me relax you. And Hulk like, no, you ain't got to do that. Nope, stop. Don't do that. You know, we see it. I don't know if we can get away with that, but we're going to do it anyway on here because we are already podcast now. <laughs> anyway, you're going to see stop. No. So let's talk about this for a second, Eli. Hulk gets raped. <laughs> I mean, we. there's one of those. Do you think it'd be one of those things that would like, you know, meme wise would like get out there or somebody would drop a scan and it'd be like, you know, this Me Too is like that. But no, nah, it just get done. Just drop. Nobody cares. It's just done. But yes, Hulk was raped in this scene by this girl. He can't move. Maestro told him to do it. And Maestro can hear him screaming. And like I said, Maestro is in the middle of an orgy himself while all this shit is going on. Now, Eli, I want you to look at this panel also. Because while you see the orgy in the background, there are dudes on dudes in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, it's back in the 90s. It's supposed to be controversial. But anyway, while Maestro is doing this shit, he's actually laughing at the fact that Hulk is getting raped right now. You know, uh, and matter of fact, the girls that we're here, he's sending the girls over there to him also, you know, while all this shit is going on. So while this is happening, like I said, Hulk is slowly, you know, recovering that he's no, actually, I'm missing a part. Hulk talks to Maestro. They talk to each other and Hulk is just like, you know what, Maestro, since you're my feature self, I should kill. I should kill myself right now, because if I kill myself, 
that would get rid of you. They're like, no, time travel doesn't work that way, dumbass. Have you seen Endgame? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, so I'm trying to see the pattern. So he actually gives him a gun. He gives him a gun. He was like, just to prove your time theory, Craig, since you think that killing yourself will stop this all this shit going on right now, kill yourself. Shoot yourself in the head right now, Hulk. Go for it. Because I'm trying to prove to you right now, because all the shit that you're doing right now, Hulk, I don't remember any of this stuff. So just wasn't, the fact that you're here created an alternate timeline. Yeah, wasn't that a gun that Forge made or something? Not that one, but there is another gun that Forge. Well, you know what? Forge might have made that one too. Who knows? <laughs> Forge just, just does shit. You know, that's just mean power. So Hulk has a, a gun to his head, and Maestro is telling him, uh, kill yourself. You know, just kill yourself right now. And if you're right, then I'll die. But if you're wrong, then you're gone. I'm gonna just do whatever the fuck I want to. Let me see. Uh, Hulk would. Already Hulk with Edward Norton. It never happened. Disney would never let that shit fly. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Hulk calls his bluff. Hulk doesn't pull the trigger because he realized that maybe this guy is right. Maybe Maestro is telling the truth that um, if I kill myself, I mean, I'm just being being here created a, a alternate timeline, an alternate time stream where me doing anything here doesn't affect anything. Uh, and actually, he's right because apparently Reed Richards wrote a paper. Basically saying that the time theory in Endgame was correct. So, mm-hmm. boom. <laughs> uh, well, all this shit is going on. So, now Hulk is just hostage, you know, just there with, with Maestro, just riding around, you know, dystopia. And they go to this town, and they find this uh, this village. I think the guy's name was Boz. He runs this village out in the wasteland and shit like that. They don't, they're not allowed in dystopia. They're, they're only allowed in the wastelands to do shit. And, you know, Maestro is just like, hey, Boz, I ain't seen you in a year. Uh, where's your daughter? <laughs> yeah, she should be old enough now. Uh, he's like, man, you don't want my daughter, man. She's uh kind of homely looking, sickly. Uh, you know, she's like a five. You you only deal with dimes. You know, you you don't want her, Maestro. They're like, bring me your daughter. I want her now. You know, uh, brings the daughter out. You know, he tells her to strip down. So here's the thing. Uh, Maestro is just a, a deviant, if 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 you want to call it that. You know. And you got to remember that this is future Hulk the whole time. Like, let's go back to this for a second. So this is how Hulk will act in the future. Because, like I said, he tells the uh, guy, bring your daughter out. Let me see your daughter. He tells the daughter, strip down, spin around. Me too's are the whole thing. Look her in the eye. You know, it's it, it, it's really fucked up. Hulk is like, man, what's wrong with this guy? But here's the thing. When Boz gives Maestro his daughter, Maestro is like, you know what? Because you did that, I'm going to feed you guys for a year. So he just throws like food down there and y'all guys going to be safe, safe until the crops are able to come in next year. So he pays him for his daughter. You know, the whole crew eat and and Hulk is like, yeah, the reason I did this shit because. Uh, because the wasteland, because the the dystop- the people in dystopia don't want them in the town because I guess they all like hit by radiation and kind of ugly and shit like that. So I got to leave them out there, but I'm going to take care of them best I can. But I want to make sure if I take care of one person, they all can take care of themselves. So that's when Hulk is like, maybe maybe Maestro isn't that bad of a guy. You know, he starts thinking about it. So the thing, he's been with Maestro so long that he starts growing a beard. And his beard starts to form like Maestro. You know, I'm trying to show you the picture right here. Yeah, it starts to form like Maestro. And not only that, uh, Maestro actually dresses him in the same clothes that he's wearing. So he's walking around looking like Maestro. You know, so the more Hulk is hanging around Maestro, the more he starts to look and act and think like Maestro because it's the future self. And and going back to Betty, let's talk about Betty, because 
uh, Maestro was kind of kind of fucking with him the whole time. He's like the girl that I'm with the whole time. Who does she remind you of? He's like, uh, if you're trying to say she kind of looks like Betty, okay, yeah, I saw it. But at the same time, she's not my Betty because my Betty had a mind. You know, Maestro said, no, that's the problem with Betty. She thought too much. She had a problem with everything we did. Like we didn't have a problem for it when we was back to being a geeky ass Bruce Banner. But when we became the Hulk, that's when she had an issue with us. So I decided to make perfections on Betty and make the Betty the way that I wanted her to be. You know. Uh, oh, same comment there. So, yeah. So, like I said, Hulk and Meister just keep going about their business. Uh, but here's the thing. While they're sleeping the whole time, uh, Hulk is actually digging a, a ditch or digging a hole in the ground that the rebels can go through. So he's actually <coughs> excuse me, placing the ground right there so the rebels can get through. So while Hulk is asleep one time, the minister, like I said, the minister the whole time is just like, you know what, that whole time travel theory, maybe it's correct, maybe it's not correct, but I see what's going on. Maestro is trying to turn the Hulk over to the dark side so he can have an apprentice and have another guy as strong as him and, and acting his will. And he'd be twice as strong as what he was before if he could convert the Hulk over. <coughs> Excuse me. So he converts the Hulk over and, and uh, the minister's like, uh-uh, I can't have that. So the minister tries to kill Hulk in his sleep. Yep. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Yeah. Hold up, I'm up. I, just, I just had that page. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. So he tries to kill Hulk in his sleep with the same gun that Forge may or may not have created. And before he can do that, that's when Janice shows up. Oh, and I think we've got to say that Janice. Um, hold up, we got another comment. Who is Captain Scooty Boot? I don't know. Scooty. I may have said that wrong. I'm sorry. I'm Captain lying. Rex. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm blind. I can't see that far. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's when Janice shows up. And anyway, I think we got to say that Janice is actually named after Janice Joplin. That's who Rick Jones named her after. But anyway. Uh, she gets the drop on the minister, uh, and Hulk is able to destroy the gun with his bare hand before you know the minister can get a shot off of. So that's when the jig is up. The rebels are here, they've invaded the palace, they cause a whole war, shoot up shit, everything's going on. That's when Maestro is no, and, and Hulk is just like, Okay, it's on. I gotta take out the maestro right now. So when he gets ready to take out the maestro. He goes to the door because, you know, the maestro is in there, you know, having his debauchery and shit like that. So when he goes through there, that's when, boom, he gets shot the fuck up. Now, what kind of gun can do that to the Hulk? Only a gun yeah. made by Forge. Yeah. So Forge of the X-Men made a gun that can kill the Hulk. But like I said, when the nuclear holocaust happened, Hulk, uh, maestro is just like, you know what? Just in case I'm going to keep this gun around because it may come in handy, a gun power to kill me, you know. Uh, so Hulk runs off. Hulk is like fucked up, but because he's able to like drag off. But the thing is, Maestro can track him by the trail of his blood. But before he get there, he talks to the the minister. The minister's like, "Oh, the Hulk, the rebels came through and stuff like that." He was like, "Shut the fuck up! I know what you're doing." So he grabs the minister, break his neck. That's it. But the thing is, Maestro planned this shit the whole time. Maestro knew Hulk was feeding him bullshit. He knew Hulk was gonna turn to the bad side. No matter what bullshit Hulk was feeding him, Hulk thought he was playing him, but in reality, he was getting played. That's why Maestro put the Hulk on the ground level because he wanted him to dig a hole for the rebels to come to the case to, to think they had a chance. Because he wanted the rebels all in one spot to come to him with no booby traps and shit, so he can kill them all and just be done with this and, and you know have no more troubles with the rebels. Um, so while the fighting is going on, fighting left, right, and shit like that, Maestro is tracking the Hulk. Let's go to it. 
give you another picture. He's tracking the Hulk, tracking the blood, but the blood trail gets less and less, less. So obviously he he's thinking like, okay, Hulk is healing up. So now we got a fight going on. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Hulk has a healing factor. I don't know if people that don't read Hulk know that. You know, it's damn near part of Wolverine, uh, depending mm-hmm. on the story. Uh, and that's when he runs into Rick Jones. Rick Jones just like, uh, hey Hulk. I mean, hey Bruce, I ain't seen in a while, and and you know, Meister's like, you know what, Rick, I let you live way too long. You you should have been dead. I should have been killed. You. I only let you live because out of mercy, you know. Uh, that's when he gets ready to kill him. Rick Jones pulls out Captain America's shield, which doesn't do shit to Maestro. Maestro still smacks that shit out the fucking air, and then knocks uh Rick into Wolverine's claws. <laughs> It was like the same Mary Berry you thought was going to save you actually killed you, you know. So Rick Jones is not necessarily dead yet, but definitely dying. He's on his way out, you know. Uh, oh, Dan, you like you got to tell me about the banner. I forgot the banner. There we go. I've been talking the whole time. I forgot to put the banner on there. Anyway. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, when you put the banner up, it covers the panels. That's that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I had to, like I said, training. Uh, so while all this shit is going on, Rick, uh, you know, like I said, Rick is bleeding out, but that's when Hulk is, as like I said, he's halfway healed up. He's kind of healed up, and he grabs Captain America's shield, throws it at Maestro. Like I said, because Captain America isn't strong enough to pierce, you know, Maestro or Hulk's skin. But if Hulk throws Captain America's shield, it is. So he cuts it through it. He was like, how are you going to heal if I cut you in half? So he actually throws Captain America's shield into Maestro's chest and tries to dig it into him to cut him in half from there. Uh, and that's when Maestro said, yeah, you are a complete dumbass. Because if you were smart, you would have, like, did a sneak attack on stuff like that. But nah, you want to be all Hulk smash, Hulk smash, and, you know, let me know ahead of time you're coming. So you don't have a shot at me right now. So I'm, I'm really going to beat the shit out of you now. I'm going to enjoy this shit. And that's just Hulk is just like, you know what? I hate, you know, the abomination. I hate the leader. I hate the UFOs. But I hate nobody worse than you. You are the person I hate the most out of anybody else. And that's when, you know, Meister's like, you hate me? No, I've been trying to, like, turn you and tell you what the fuck's going on. Because if you go back to the past, you are eventually going to become me. The Avengers are going to turn on you. All of your friends are going to turn on you. The world is going to turn on you. It's going to happen because I've seen it happen. No matter what you do, Hulk, you will eventually become me, no matter how hard you fight this. You know, that's what he's trying to, so Hulk is, you know, trying to fight his future. While he's doing that, Maestro's just beating the living fuck out of Hulk. Just, oh, I gotta, I gotta show all this shit. This is just beautiful. Just look at this shit. Just letting him have it. Because the thing is, Maestro is pissed now. And we all know what happens. The matter Hulk gets, the stronger Hulk gets. And Maestro is fucking pissed, just letting him have it. So while all that is happening, it actually goes right into Hulk's plan. While Maestro is going after Hulk, uh, that's when Hulk is actually, he's standing right on Dr. Doom's time machine platform. Uh, so Hulk hits the button, and Maestro is telepathic, telepathic, uh, teleported to a, to a desert. He doesn't know where he's at. He doesn't know how he got there. All he knows is that if I'm in the past, that's okay. I'm just going to just live. I'm just conquer whatever planet I'm on right now, live long enough till I see Hulk again, and then, then really kill his ass. But it turns out he's actually teleported to the first time that... Uh, Bruce Banner met Rick Jones on that gamma site. That's where he's at right now. And that's when he hears, you know, Bruce Banner says, run you fool or something. Whatever the fuck Stan Lee wrote in that first issue, he <laughs> says that shit, you know. And then what happens is that Maestro turns around and he sees the gamma bomb standing right behind him because he said early in the story that if I was standing at ground zero, any one of those nuclear blasts would kill me. And 
he's standing in ground zero right now. So when the gamma bomb goes up, Maestro dies, and Bruce Banner is turned to the Hulk. So you have death and rebirth at the same time. One life ends, one life begins. You know, some people even say uh, they theorize that maybe a uh, Maestro is the gamma bomb that turned Bruce Banner to the Hulk. So it's like some kind of time loop, or maybe. Okay. Yeah. If if you want to go there, if not, if not, you know, throw that time shit out the way. Um, it did the same shit with Barry Allen. They said like the lightning bolt that turned him into the Flash is Barry Allen to begin with when he was turned into a Flash and he died. Whatever. Anyway, so he's dead. Uh, Hulk is mourning Rick Jones' death. Uh, he actually they they have his ashes. Him and Janice they put his ashes on Captain America's shield and Hulk throws his shield so hard I, either he throws it in space. Or just throws it somewhere. He just just hauls the shit out of it. And it's in. He was like, "Rick, you always love adventures. Have another adventure." Because it's it's funny that the dichotomy of the story. Because Maestro tells Rick Jones, "I've always hated you. I've never liked you." But Hulk, and in the story, says, "Rick Jones, you've been my best friend." You know. Mm-hmm. So it makes you think like, are they the same character? Are they different characters? Are there similarities between them? Are they different? It's 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 a different story. It's it's gonna go. But anyway, that's in the story. <laughs> You know, there is another story called The End. We're not going to talk about that. That's whatever, whatever. Um, but I do want to say this. Eli, what, overall, what would you think about, you know, Hope, Future, and Perfect? It's cool. It's it's great. Um, well, the art, George Perez's art is dope. Yeah. It's got a very uh, kind of a Mobius style. Mm-hmm. Um, but just you see the Hulk find his greatest foe, which is himself. Mm-hmm. Future version of himself who's smarter than him who knows everything that he's gonna do you know knows his tactics knows how to fight better than him is smarter than him and i just like him as especially when he's like talking to him he's like you you know what yeah when you're yeah the everybody turns on you the humans turn on themselves they blow themselves up you're the only one who survives you are the strongest why not take advantage of this? They hated you. They always treated you like a monster. And you were the one who survived. You deserve to rule over these weak, stupid people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which makes sense, you know. Right. And that's what I'm kind of thinking. Like, can I see the Hulk turn into this? Like, with all we know about the Hulk, can we see him turn it? And honestly, I can see that happening. You yeah. know, if he's because, like I said, the Hulk always been dumb before, but he always wanted to smash it, smash, smash it, whatever he ever, since he is super smart. And one, if he does just get to the point that he just like, you know, fuck it. what like Superman from Injustice? If Superman from Injustice can get that way if Lois Lane dies, what the hell will the Hulk do if Betty, if Betty Ross dies? I mean, mm-hmm. he probably be 10 times, especially if the whole planet nukes itself and he can just do whatever he wants and the people depend on him to be their leader. You know, you can, especially 100 years down the road, you can kind of see maybe the Hulk will be there, you know. Yeah, I mean, the longer he stays as the Hulk, the smarter he gets, and and you know, yeah, I mean, they 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 established that the Hulk or Bruce Banner was a fucking emo ass sad sap who's been abused and shit, right? <laughs> and he, who who survived all his trauma, and the Hulk, you know, brought that out in him, and that and and. and and I, yeah, it, I mean, any, it's, it's like the Joker, you know, you're just one bad day from becoming me. And we see that here. Like, yeah, this is a, this is a future where Hulk becomes a major dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and but you understand, like, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, because I mean, up until this point, like I said, when I read this story, I did feel like Maestro was my favorite Hulk villain of all time. Like I said, you got the leader, you got the UFOs and yeah. Bi Beast and all these guys like that. But nobody understands him better than the Maestro. Like who, like for the the character the Hulk is, who would be a worse villain for him than himself? You know, because this thing, because the best Hulk stories have always been Incredible Hulk versus Bruce Banner, and that's mm-hmm. what I always liked about the Hulk because like Batman has Joker, Superman has Lex Luthor. Hulk's worst enemy and the most hated enemy is Bruce Banner. Yeah. Because he, he knows him better than anybody else. Yeah. He hates him more than anybody else. He's come the closest to destroy him more than anybody else. It's it's a weird, you know, a weird thing. You know, so I always thought about this. So when you make him an evil villain called the Maestro, who and like I said, he doesn't turn it almost would have been cool if the Maestro would have turned into Bruce Banner one time, but I guess they don't do that. Let me suppose the insanity evolution of Hulk is a great yes, I agree. <laughs> so and so, like I said, it, it, it was just an awesome story. It really digs to the psychology. Of Hulk. Like I said, Peter David really brought that like psychology or, you know, that psychosis into the Hulk. Like he 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 started making the Hulk go to therapy. You know, he actually made like Doc Samson, like his like an actual therapist in the character where yeah. he breaks down. him. He started going in, you know, inside of his head where, you know, the Savage Hulk is like this this other room, other Hulk in another room, you know, and started really exploring and actually exploring like what the Hulk is to begin with, because. Bruce Banner is, like I said, this nerdy scientist, no emotion, stuff like that. And what the Hulk is, is his rape because he had an abusive father. Like this is some shit Peter David invented that, you know, other art, uh, writers have ran with. He had an abusive father. And when his father killed his mother, uh, all that rage, he just he locked it away. They're like, I got to be emotionless the whole time. I can't give into the rage that I feel for my father. But when he became the Hulk. All that rage that he built up over those 30 or 40 plus years, boom, came out all of a sudden, came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know. And And looking back, I mean, as I got older, I appreciated it a lot more. Mm -hmm. But at the time, (laughs) I I gave up on it. It was a a tonal shift from what we, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, and and I've said this before, like, there was that time where, like, I kind of got, I, I just got... I got, I was I guess I grew out of superheroes and I was starting to read more adult oriented comic books and um and yeah just like okay now now the Hulk's like this sad sap and like and like yeah all that Mister Fix It and all that shit I I just kind of like wasn't feeling it at the time and then, but going back and you know rereading it and now that I'm a lot older and I can appreciate it a lot more because I am you know. I, you know, I, I understand the psychology behind that. It is more interesting, you know, whereas at the time I just wanted to, I just wanted Hulk to break shit. You know? Right. <laughs> and I think you don't get as much breaking shit because like I said, he's smarter, you know? Yeah. I don't want to say criticism people have from Endgame, you know, oh, he, we want him to just smash it and just break shit, but no, he's all intelligent and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I have poor violence, you know? Yeah. And I was always just like, I always liked the Hulk is, yeah, he is the, yeah, no one can beat the Hulk. Hulk could kick everybody's ass. And that was, <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's, that's why I liked him so much. And then they yeah. started bringing now, all this. Now, shit should, should we talk about the end? I mean, like the end, the story or the last Titan or whatever. If you want, that's again, that's some sad shit, too. That's even sadder <laughs> than this book. We're going to talk about that briefly. I don't have it in front of me right now. I don't think I do. Uh, oh, I do have it. Yeah, let's see. It's in the graphic novel. Let's see. Yeah, it's in the, like you read the graphic novels right there. So let's they see. call it the last Titan, though. The, yeah, there it is right there. It's called Last Titan. And I didn't realize why they call it Last Titan until you actually read the book when it's there, but it actually makes a whole lot of sense. Basically, the Hulk lives 
forever. Yeah. You know, to the end of the world, like everybody is dead. I don't know if this is tied into it. They do make a uh, brief mention of the maestro. He said he cuts his beard, beard the whole time. He didn't remind himself of the maestro, but he lives at the end. Cockroaches have become super cockroaches. They fly now. They are a complete swarm and they eat him every night to the bone. But like I said, since he heals, he just regrows himself the overnight all again yeah. anyway, which is similar to the Titan Prometheus. Prometheus, you know, uh, gave fire to man and to Zeus punished him. He tied him up. If you play God of War, you've seen it. <laughs> you know? uh, and he ties him up and vultures come there and eat his, you know, his liver and his eyes and like that. But he reheals the same day. And Banner is saying because he's the one of the people that usher in the age of superheroes. That's why God is punishing him right now. You know, uh, and the thing is, he wants to die. He tries to kill himself every night. The Hulk won't let him die. He throws himself off a bridge, uh, off a bit off a mountain. He'll just turn to the Hulk real quick. Hulk like, nope, you can't die. I don't want you to die. Because if, if if I die, that means the people that are trying to kill me the whole time wins. I can't let that happen. You know, he like mm-hmm. and, and and Ban is like ple- like the last like five pages of the book, like really, really sad. Where Ban is having a heart to heart with Hulk, just like, please, Hulk, let us die. I can't die unless you agree with me. Let's just leave this shit alone. Let's just you know, go go with our friends. Let's go with the Avengers. Let's go with Betty. Let's meet them again. Let's get our friends again. But like, I don't have any friends. I'm like, damn. Like, Hulk is an asshole. You know? <laughs> so it's a like that's a really really sad story that all the guy wants to do is just die because everybody is gone. Matter of fact, he meets like this alien called the Recorder, and the Recorder is only there because like since all the uh since. Everybody on Earth has died. Like all the other civil, civilizations around the Marvel Universe, like the Scroll and the Kree, they're throwing celebrations that Earth is dead. You know, we're glad these fuckers are dead. But you're the only one left, so we don't really care what you do. We're just glad everybody else is dead. You know, so uh, Ban is going crazy. That's It's just a sad story, man. Like a guy that's just immortal lives forever, just stuck in by himself. It's like he's in hell. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. He's, and, he wanted, yeah. and he has dreams of going to heaven, like being, you know, with some naked hot chick shit like that. But then he wakes up and he's back, you know, being eaten by wasn't that supposed? Wasn't that Betty or something? Wasn't that supposed I, to be I, Betty? Imagine, they don't really say, but I, I guess you could say Betty, you know, yeah. if, if you want. You know, why not? Uh, but that's the thing, he wants to die, but he can't. He wants to go to heaven, but he can't because he's stuck with the Hulk because the Hulk won't let him. The Hulk is his curse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just damn. Uh, like I said, I guess that's where this immortal Hulk. Goes. So I guess this is the immortal Hulk. He can't die. Hulk cannot die. Hulk will live forever. Hulk will outlast everything, and the Hulk will be Hulk. You know. Um, the comics say, "I remember one Hulk run." Oh, we got, more comments. we got more comments. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're gonna throw it up there. Let's see. Yes, flip arm that becomes. Man signs and Hulk goes into underground with yes, they 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 split up. That was one of those weird silver age stories. Hulk is here, banished there. I think banished. Jason Aaron wrote it. And Jason Aaron He said a Jason Aaron. Well, I remember the one back in the 80s where yeah, they where Doc Samson split. Yeah, Hulk they split banner. Yeah, and then and they the fought Hulk- like Banner made like a robot suit, they fought each other. Yeah, and they and the Hulk went on a rampage. Yeah, started fucking up the world, and nobody Thor, could like stop Thor fought him or some shit. Everybody fought him. Oh, everybody, everybody fought him. Yeah, like Thor, like they were gonna destroy him. New York or some nobody, shit. And, 
Yeah, and I think nobody Dr. Could, Strange like banished them. Nobody fucking could get they, nobody could beat them, and they finally had to bring them back together. Banner yeah. and, and the Hulk back together, and that's when he turned gray. That's, that's it. When, yeah. That's when he turned gray, and that's when I think Peter David eventually took over the the, the run and started writing the Gray Hulk, and then Todd McFarlane was on that. That's yeah. So you know, that was like, my shit back back in like you know when I was yeah. a kid, you know, like junior say, high, if, high school. <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't read Hulk comics, please read Hulk comics. Hulk comics are some of my favorite comics of all time. I put he's one of my favorite superheroes of all time. I know I had my list and put them on there. I probably would take somebody off and put them on the list, but I don't know who don't. You know, ask me who I take off. But yes, Hulk has a special place in my heart because of that. Peter David run. I would put that run against anybody. I'd put Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Anybody. I put against anybody. Like mm-hmm. go back and read it. It's an awesome run. But uh, yeah, have we have we talked about the Hulk enough? Sure. Yeah, I think I think we got enough for a good podcast this time. Like I said, uh, we are doing this live right now. We are on Facebook, we are on Twitch, and on YouTube all at the same time right now. Uh, this will be up on on audio, like you know Spotify and App iTunes and all that good stuff. It'll be up there tomorrow. But until then, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have a other podcast just earlier today. Uh, Comic Cast had Rylan Grant on there. Uh, Eli, didn't you record a podcast for Geek Sav not too long ago? Uh, we haven't done this week because it's been a crazy week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got Geek Savs, um, Riddle of Steel, we recorded. Uh, that's my Conan the Barbarian podcast with Eric, Bo- mm-hmm. uh, Ogar, and Logos. And, and then this one. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what else we got? We got Wrestling okay, Cancel, Hoodoo TV, Get Valiant, OK Boomer, some other shit. I don't know. Just check the list, it's all on there. Um, outright geekery outright geekery this is this is we're the outright geekery uh after dark episode but everything else is pg i guess or whatever yeah. um yeah so next week maybe we'll go back to doing regular comics i don't know honestly i'm gonna just gonna check the feedback i'm just gonna the feedback and see what needs to be done from there because so far doing this so far we've been getting good feedback and if this the you know the path we need to go we might ride off a little bit longer i'll be honest with you when that new Batman Joker War drops, we're doing that shit. I don't know when it's dropped, but that's what we're doing. So mm-hmm. if, yeah. if you're looking for old shit then, sorry. You got to look. <laughs> uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And happy 2020.